Welcome. I'm Francis Lamb, and this is Weeknight Kitchen, a podcast all about getting real food on your table Monday to Friday. Our guide is Melissa Clark, best-selling cookbook author, New York Times food columnist, and always, and I mean always, the person with the answer for, what am I going to make for dinner tonight? As usual, we meet up with her in her kitchen, but this week, she's got a visitor, one of my favorite people ever, Gail Simmons from Top Chef. I have not seen Gail in so long. Hello. Hello. Hey, you're here. Oh Thank you God. for having me over. Thank you for coming. This is a treat. You are so sweet. Come and cook in my kitchen. Oh my God. I mean, any excuse. Any excuse. I'm happy to come cook in your kitchen. Thank you. This is going to be fun. Just leave your stuff and you. um, it's right this way. Perfect. So I got your shopping list. I got all the ingredients together. I think everything is sort of, you know, mise en place. Looks and, like um, you got it all. So tell us, what are we going to make? Sure. Well, I thought I'd make for you a little salad that I love that's really refreshing. I make it a lot in winter, but it's great all year round, really. Um, it's a shrimp and grapefruit salad with chilies and ginger, avocado, lots of lime juice, fresh herbs mm. that I learned to make in Bali <gasps> several years really? ago. Really? Yes. What were you doing in Bali several years um, ago? <laughs> I wish I was still there. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to shoot the Top Chef finale of season... Something or other. Seven. Okay. And we are now going into season 17, so long time ago. And when we were told we were shooting in Singapore, my husband and I decided that we would first fly to Indonesia, which is very close, and there's lots of kind of cheap charter flights between Singapore and Bali. Spent about 10 days in Bali, five days in the south, on the southern tip of the island in a little place called Uluwatu. And... Uluwatu is known most for this holy temple that sits on a cliff overlooking the ocean. It is so extraordinarily gorgeous. And it is home to a band of monkeys that are very aggressive, but fun to sort of hang out with. (laughs) And we stayed in a beautiful place. The place we were staying, the chef was actually um, European. I think he was Austrian, actually, at the time. And he had lived in Indonesia for a very long time and agreed to take me for a day... (gasps) through the markets in Uluwatu and and the southern part of Indonesia, and then let me cook with him for a day in his kitchen. And this was a salad that he made that was on the menu at the restaurant, and I took it home and just couldn't get it out of my mind. And so I made it a lot, Uh and I tweaked it a little, and then I put it in my cookbook, which came out about a year and a half ago. Which is gorgeous, by the way. Thank you very much. Um, Okay, so... You know, I feel like let's start with the lemongrass just because that's something that's like it can, it's a little bit unusual. Yeah. I, I, it's actually hard for me to find even in Brooklyn. It is. It can't, you know, it's definitely not any everywhere. And it, it's funny because it's one of those ingredients that in Southeast Asia is everywhere and right. in everything. And it is one of the many ingredients, I think, that really give that incredible fragrant flavor and, and smell to everything in um, in. Southeast Asian cooking. So what do you do? So here we have this long, very coarse stick of lemongrass, and it is, you know, it doesn't look edible even. No, and a lot of some of it isn't right, as you well know. Um, And the top over here is very sort of almost straw-like. Right. So you sort of have to cut that piece off a little bit. So how do you know how far to cut? I mean, you're really going to use the most tender part, which is down here near the root, okay. the whitest part. Sort okay. of like if you think of it as a scallion. Right. I mean, I have no problem. I love the dark part, but the white part is definitely more tender. Okay. So, but the top part is great for 
adding flavor and, and enhancing the kind of fragrance and flavor of things like stalks and broths, which we're gonna use, because we're going to cook our shrimp with some lemongrass. So I'm gonna use the bottom half to eat. We're gonna put that in our dressing, and the top half I'm just gonna cut into a few pieces and put it aside, and we're going to put this in the stock. Okay, good. do you wanna bruise it at all? Yes, or? well you can bruise this, yes, but you're definitely gonna bruise right. this too a little and, and chop that up. So I'm gonna turn my knife over to the blunt side of my knife and then just smack it a little bit, get your anger out. And that releases the essential oils and you can now smell it. And it oh my has gosh, all that beautiful. So, if I were gonna make tea, yes. I would use this top part yes. and that's my tea. For okay. sure, and you can just steep this you can make simple syrup with this. You can put this in. I'm gonna throw um, it in. Don't the ever, pot. yeah, exactly. Put it in the pan. Don't ever throw that out. You know, I I save all of my kind of cuttings anyway, and you can make stock with it. But if you have any extra that you're not using, just put it in a freezer bag and put it in the freezer, and then take it out and throw it in your stock can you or do your that, soup. Can you do that with the soft part of the lemongrass too? You can freeze Anything. that. You can freeze all of it. Wow, that's great. I think there that's great go. for people because it's true. When you see it, buy it, and even if you're not you, you know, using it immediately, throw it in the freezer. Yes. So the first step in making my salad is making the dressing. I have a few ingredients already in a bowl. Brown sugar, grated ginger, some small Thai chilies, one that has been finely chopped, a little fish sauce, lime juice. I think that's it. And into it, I'm gonna add some lemongrass. So I'm going to chop the lemongrass very finely because it still is quite coarse and you don't want to um, have big chunks that get in your teeth. It's like and those are, fibers. Exactly, it's, like fibers. it's very fibrous. So um, I like your sharp knife, thank you. It's good, it's right? It's a beautiful knife. I have one sharp knife and yeah, you can too. use it, Gail. Thank you, well I'm honored. I actually honored. don't let most people use it. Well, it's even, you're, even you're more special. so. Just being in your kitchen, I feel like this is like, <laughs> uh, it is a bit of an, this is like where the magic happens. People don't know all over the country. This is the kitchen where all the magic happens. Well, I'm gonna go to For your Melissa, kitchen next. Melissa Clark, you're invited anytime. <laughs> um, so I'm just giving that like a really, quick chop so that it's in nice small pieces. Um, and I want to put, I think about two, you know, two teaspoons or so into this dressing. Let me get you a teaspoon. Thank you. Getting you don't you a, have to be too exact. I know, I'm actually getting you an actual teaspoon yes, and not a measuring teaspoon fine. because it's closer. Yeah, great. That and works. the fact is, you're right. You, I mean, I love the fact that you kind of, you could, you do it by taste? I mean, I yeah, cook so I, much by absolutely taste. Absolutely by taste. And, and I think just also, in cooking and making, not just the specific dressing many times, but also just dressing in general. You come to know and feel out what feels right, right for your taste because also all recipes are tested a certain way to someone's taste and you might feel differently right. about it. Totally, so you should make it So just because I say taste. two teaspoons, you might not want that much or you might want more. So into the dressing, you know, a little bit of this lemongrass goes and then two more components are gonna finish this dressing. And that is a grapefruit. This grapefruit is a very multi, um, multitasking grapefruit today. Thank you very much. I hate fruit stickers. So do I. Um, I'm going to cut this grapefruit. I'm gonna take the Supremes out. I'm gonna take away the pith and some of the juice from the grapefruit juice mm -hmm. are gonna go into the dressing and the actual segments themselves are gonna go in the salad. Okay, so supremings, so that's yes. one of those those one of those like $5 words that people always, whenever I right. use it. fancy. It sounds silly to even say it. I just like to say I'm gonna segment the grapefruit, which means cutting away the pith uh -huh. at the membranes so that you get those sometimes perfect, but they might not be <laughs> perfect, segments that are free of the bitterness 
of right, the pith of the and membranes. Skin. Exactly. So the first thing to do is cut off the top and the bottom of the grapefruit because, like anything, you want a flat surface for it to sit on, right? And then it's going to make it much easier. Um, so I'm cutting in between the membrane, and you can see that the membrane is here, and when you cut just in between the two membranes, if I do it right, that which I sort of did, uh, <laughs> that the that the the segment sort of comes right out, except in this piece. But there you go. So um, here I'm going to go like okay. this. Who's is that? My is that my daughter who's home? Someone's coming. Someone walked through the front door. Well, hello. Hello. Hi. Oh, hi, Bun Bun. You want hi. some grapefruit? You want some grapefruit? You want some grapefruit? Look, we're making grapefruit. Here, I'm gonna get, can I steal one of these? Yes, of course. Here, Bon. Perfectly supremed grapefruit segment. Mm. Good? Yeah, it's a really juicy one, I have to say, which I love. This is. You guys heading upstairs? Uh, do you know where my library card is? It's a question I wish every child would always You know, ask. yeah, we do know where your library card is. It is lost, I forgot to tell you. <laughs> she needs a new library card. Um, use mine. It's in my wallet. On the side. Thanks. There's a little piece of flesh here that I wanted to Bye. Have fun at the library. So now in this bowl, I have all of my grapefruit segments. I'm actually going to put a little of the juice aside for Dahlia to slurp in a minute because we don't want there to be too much liquid. All right. I'm going to give you, you a, a cup. little bowl yeah, or a cup. Little, I have a little cup. Look Great. Perfect. Save that for her for later. So everything is now in my dressing, the ginger chili, lemongrass, I've got a little fish sauce, lime juice, all that beautiful grapefruit juice, and I'm gonna just drizzle in about two tablespoons of oil while I whisk. And you can eyeball two tablespoons, totally. right? And it, again, it doesn't have to be exact, do it to your taste. I personally like a really acidic dressing. I always err on the side of bright and acidic as opposed to more oil. But you know what, then, for example, one of my best friends and my co-author of my book, Mindy Fox, who I think makes the best salads in the world. Her whole, she's written a book about salads, but also every time I eat at her house, I can't put my finger on, and neither can my husband. He's always just talking about why are Mindy's salads so good. And often it's because they have more oil than I think they do. <laughs> in a good way. You know, they're just voluptuous. Right, right, right. They're luscious. Exactly. Okay, so we have this dressing, and the dressing's ready to go. You can just leave it off to the side until we're Are you going to taste it. it to see if it's right? Yeah. Actually, you know what? One thing I didn't add, unless you did before, is salt. I'm just going to give a little bit of salt. Because there is so there is fish sauce, but, um, you know, you just want to kind of brighten everything up a little bit. What do you think? I think it's great. Taste it. I think it has yeah, a good, yeah. oh, good balance. Oh, so good. There you go. Okay, so we're gonna set this aside. We have our suprems of grapefruit that are also gonna set, be set aside. Meanwhile, we're going to cook the shrimp. Cook right? the shrimp. Oh wait, hey, hang on. Melissa and Gail will be right back. Okay, now let's get back to the kitchen with Melissa. Gail and Gail's recipe for a shrimp and grapefruit salad. And they're getting to those shrimp just about now. Okay, should we set up our ice bath? Yes. Can I grab some ice from your freezer? Sure can. Okay. 
Am I blowing out your eardrums right now? I'm sorry. water. I'm going to put this right by the stove. Great. So now we're going to poach the shrimp. And I think a great way to add flavor that people often don't think about when they're poaching shrimp is to add aromatics right into the water that you're poaching them in. Adding lemongrass, and I'm going to place some ginger slices in here too, will add so much flavor to the water so that you're not just getting salted water for your cooked shrimp, right. which you also want to make sure oh, you salt have. It, yep. Salt your water. But a little more flavor, some nuance. It'll just lightly flavor your, your shrimp or right. whatever you're poaching. So Gail, I put the pot of water on right before you got here, so it's just boiling water and I just added some salt. Great. And then you just threw in the lemongrass and the sliced ginger. Exactly. And that's all we need for the poaching liquid? That's all you need. It's perfect. And the shrimp? Just cook for two minutes. I mean, and it's nice to have them in an even layer on the bottom. They'll cook for two to three minutes max and then they're done. So you wanna bring your water to a boil and then you're gonna actually turn it down to like a really gentle simmer. You know, you don't, oh, maybe that's too gentle. There you go. Um, you don't want to. Yeah, we've got some simmering action there. Yeah. You don't want a rolling boil. Right. Because the shrimp are delicate. Yeah. Let them bathe lovingly. Right. Um, so you have them in here. I'm gonna just put them in. Great. Um, so, so these just cook for a second and you don't wanna overcook them. So how do we know when they're done? Just be, by looking at them, or by, do you need to taste them? By looking one? at them, I mean, you can taste them, but I think I can look at them. You can see they're still a little bit gray through the skin. Uh -huh. I think in, in 30 seconds, they're gonna be better. They're gonna okay. be ready. Um, do you constantly touch your food when you're cooking? I, I can't, like, I I'm sitting do, here stirring the but shrimp. With, but with cakes like this, yeah, go for it, it doesn't matter. <laughs> like I wanna, I'm I feel like there's all the, every couple of years you get different, People commenting on that, like you shouldn't touch your meat, but then you should touch your meat. But if you don't, it's not going to be even. But if you are one of those people who's constantly flipping your meat, it's ridiculous, and you're not you're not going to get the pretty grill marks on it right. or whatever. So I say, whatever you're comfortable doing, just don't, just don't damage. Just food. don't and don't overcook. Don't overcook. Better to undercook. You can always do it more. You can't take it back. These look pretty good to me. Yeah, right. Okay, I'm turning the heat off. Great. And, and you're I'm just going to scoop them into that ice mm -hmm. water. And so the purpose of the ice water is to... Stop the cooking and cool them down really quickly. And there's no shortcut to ice water. Ice water takes two seconds. A lot of people want to just run it under cold water. But ice in water and not too much ice so that there's room for everything to move around, I think just cools everything down so much faster. A bottle of wine, stick it in some ice water. Some shrimp, some veg green vegetables, ooh, and shrimp down. That's okay. Mm. I wish I had, a, it's moments like this, I wish I had a dog. Actually, I know, right? there are many moments Careful. when I wish I had a dog. Yeah, me too, but this is one of them. Um, so that's cooled down, and I'm gonna then take them out and dry them. All right, I'm just gonna help you. Yeah, we can do it. These look perfect, they curled up a little bit, but not, you know, you can yeah. always tell overcooked shrimp because they curl up so tight. They're super curly. Yeah, that's these true. are perfect. Tightness is exactly the issue. And I'm just gonna pat them dry. Yep. And then we can assemble the salad. The grapefruit segments are in here. So right in our bowl. Into a big bowl. And then I'm gonna add everything else. So I have a little bit of this chili. And I have an avocado that I've diced. 
some mung beans okay. or sprouts. Yeah, so let's talk about the mung beans. I was able to find mung bean sprouts, no problem. But what if someone couldn't? What's a good substitute? You could use really any sprout. You could also use, I'm actually thinking, I have to say, in my book I give, and I'm totally forgetting. Uh, sliced endive. Sliced endive, that's what it is. Endive, sounds so French. Endive, like endives, yes, exactly. Sliced, thinly sliced endive gives that same crunch. You can use other sprouts. If you find pea shoots, you could use pea shoots. Oh, that's a good idea. Um, it's really just that sort of long textured crunch that you're looking for that I think adds so much dimension to the dish. And then you have, of course, our shrimp. Your cold dried shrimp. Now, do really, you have a big I, spoon? I do. <laughs> do I have a big spoon? You're, I bet you do. Um, but yet smaller than the other. Right. This is exactly. a medium sized that's spoon. That's a good slotted spoon. You know, people's instinct, I think, is to use tongs to toss the salad. But the thing about tongs, while they are like my right hand in the kitchen, with things like shrimp and avocado, you're gonna squish them and damage them. So I think it's much nicer to just gently use a big spoon here. Do you want me to add the cilantro that we um, Yes, please. And save a little bit. Save a little for the top? Yeah. I think I, I chopped some extra. That's and good. Then and you then say some to, basil. No, this is interesting. You say to tear the basil, not to chop it. You know, the thing about chopping basil is it's such a delicate leaf that it blackens so quickly. So I like when I can, if it's not being cooked into something or I don't need it to be really fine, just to pull it apart. You get that beautiful fragrant. It also helps with releasing some of that oh, it aromatic. so good. It's so good, right? Mm. Um, but the basil is actually my favorite part of this dish. I think it's really what kind of like brings it all together. So I'm stirring it all up, and then I'm gonna dress it. Okay. And when do the peanuts go in? We have some chopped salted yes, they have peanuts. Some chopped salted peanuts, and they're gonna just go on top. On the left, at the end. Okay. Mm -hmm. Do you want? Um, do you have a plate? Let's put it all together. Yeah, right here. I'm going to dress the salad like this. Leave a little bit on the bottom. So you're not using all the dressing, and you'll kind of add it uh, to at taste. the very end, exactly, yeah. in case you want to change. This smells so good. It's just fresh and simple. It's healthy. Wow. It's pink. It is. Many different shades of pink. There's it grapefruit is. pink, there's shrimp pink. It's a very millennial salad. <laughs> Let's see here. I'm getting some of that avocado. Oh, yum. There's the green. There you go. And the peanuts on top. Peanuts right there. Thank you, Melissa. And a little bit of lime. You can serve it with a lime wedge. There you go. Okay. You can just kind of squeeze, squeeze a little bit lime. on top. Some more on the side. Can I eat it now? Yes. <laughs> oh my there God, go. Gail, thank you so much. I you made me lunch, you taught me a new recipe. It's You're so pleasure. fun to hang out with. Thank you. Mm-hmm. That is so good. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, perfect. Well, we're gonna eat this, nice, so. every time. Let's just eat this and um, we will uh, talk to you next week. Bye. Thanks, Melissa. Melissa Clark is a New York Times food columnist and author of Dinner Changing the Game. Gail Simmons' latest book is Bringing It Home. You can find Gail's recipe for shrimp and grapefruit salad at weeknightkitchen.org. And next week, Melissa's back with a pretty amazing and frankly pretty elegant recipe for chicken and grapes with sherry vinegar. Don't miss it. I'm Francis Lamb, and thanks for listening. Listening.